Welcome to Align Your Day. I'm Jenna, and I'm so excited to bring you this series, merging the power of self-love, self-growth, and mindset work with practical productivity and scheduling techniques. I hope that this episode reminds you of the queen you are from the inside out, helps you accomplish your goals with ease, and own your everyday. Now, whether you're drinking your favorite morning cold brew on your daily drive or winding down, I hope this helps you tap into your inner mind, body, and soul and align with your own flow. Let's get into it, babe. further ado, let's get into it. So the first core need is connection. 
Basically, this is the capacity to be in touch with your body and with your emotions and the capacity to be in connection with others in that basically experience as well. So, you know, it's the capacity to be sitting in conversation with someone else and really feel connected to what they're feeling, feeling empathetic, um, and also connecting to your own emotions. So, you know, it's really important. I feel like a lot of us tend to perhaps have shoved down our emotions in the past or not not fully expressed them or maybe they weren't safe in the household or we were told we were weak if we were crying or whatever. And that can start to form a pathway within us when we're younger that you know, our emotions are not safe to be expressed and that can start to create distance from yourself and your emotions, which really creates discord and that connection and that need for connection because we need to be connected to our emotions, to our emotional body um, in order to really like crack open a deeper layer um, when it comes to the relationship with ourself and with others. So you know, just one thing you can do to start to build this is doing more self check-ins throughout the day. Like sitting as you're working, perhaps you're working on your laptop. If you're like in the middle and you just finished an email or something, come back to you, ask yourself, okay, how am I feeling right now? How am I feeling right now? And just express it. Whatever it is, allow yourself to say it, to perhaps like sit with it for a second and just say it. And then say, thank you so much for sharing that. You can say that to yourself and then move forward. That's like a, an easy, simple tip you could start to do. Um, and also, I encourage you, one other kind of shift, this has to do with um, actually like nonviolent communication, but I want to mention it here. Um, one little shift I invite you to do is to start to create, to start to break away the distance that you could be placing between yourself and your emotions in everyday conversation. So let me give you an example. An example of this could be, you saying that was a scary movie when instead the way you could say it in order to be connected to your emotion was I felt scared during that movie because if you think about it the first statement it's like yeah you could say it but a is it true right like honestly like oh my gosh my cousin's they've gone to like scary what's it called haunted houses with me they've watched the same scary movies and they're like Jenna, that's literally not scary. Um, and it's just like a funny example because it just rem- it just reminds you there's no objective truths. Like there's very, very little objective truths in our world. A lot of things are relative. And so when you can start to be like, okay, am I making this just like a blanket statement or am I using this as a way to connect to my emotions more? And I'm not saying that, you know, every single conversation you need to be like, okay, how can I express this in a way that's saying my emotion? But just notice it more. Like, are you making a blanket statement and observation? And how can you start to shift it to, you know, I felt this way? Like you could even use it for for like the weather. You could be like, oh, it's so cold. You could say like, it's so cold outside, you know, et cetera. Or you could say, wow, I'm feeling a little chilly right now. And that starts to, I know it sounds like literally so, so silly, but it's a really subtle shift that starts to get you more in connection with your body, with your emotions, and with your bodily sensations. So next time you want to make like a blanket statement, ask yourself, how can I shift this to an I feel statement? Um, And like, allow it to be an an expression of your emotion and that's going to get you more connected with your emotion and and then as you get excuse me i don't know i'm like losing my voice let me like take a sip of tea lol one second 
my gosh. <clears throat> Thank you for bringing with me there. But what I was, was going to say was, as you start to get more connected with your emotional body, you're going to find that your relationships with others are going to deepen so much more. Because the only way you can deepen your relationship with someone else is if you deepen the relationship you have with yourself and the connection you have to your emotional body. Because basically think of it like this. If you in your emotional body, like within your, your emotional experience, you can only, let's say you're, it's very hard for you to cry, right? Um, let's say someone is sharing something that's really moving for them, like perhaps in a sad way or just really someone sharing something that's really profound in their lives and it like and it like brings them to tears like that other person i'm not saying you need to come to tears in order to connect with them but if you can't even you know experience that with your within your own self it's going to be really hard to meet to meet the other person in their level of experience because it's 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 hard for you to go deep enough like you're not you're not in that deep level and I, i'm not saying this to to shame you or to cause any sort of like, oh, you should be at this emotional level. I'm just saying this as a way for you to gain awareness because like I mentioned, you can only go and meet someone as in a deep connection, only as deep as your connection is with yourself. Does that kind of, I hope that that's making sense. Um, so that's why it's really start to, it's really important to start to get in touch with your emotions um, and really start to get more in touch with your body. You could even do little like body mapping throughout the day. Like if you're sitting in your in your desk and you know you send that ping, you send that little work email, um, do a little body mapping. Like observe, okay, how are my feet feeling? How, how are my thighs feeling? You know, how are my like sit bones feeling? How's my back feeling? How are my shoulders feeling? just to bring in that connection with your body and the more you do this the more it'll build up that that need right so that's really important and the second need is attunement so this is basically the capacity to attune to our needs and emotions i just use the definition in the in the thing but it's the capacity to recognize reach out for and take in physical and emotional nourishment so this is the ability to be like okay, I'm feeling this way and I know I need to do X, Y, Z in order to get to a better feeling, in order to let this emotion pass, in order to feel more nourished. A lot of people, you know, a lot of us, myself included as I'm in this journey as well, a lot of us don't even know A, how we're feeling, B, how to start to shift that feeling and C, how to express our emotion in a healthy way. So it's really hard to, it's really hard to be the queen of your life and really step into, you know, being that main character and like owning your being your own bestie when 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 it's hard for you to realize what do I actually need here? What would actually make me feel better? And what would be a healthy mechanism to make me feel better? Because we can use a lot of things to make ourselves feel better. We can put on a show, we can go out drinking, we can do XYZ things, but at the end of the day, are those healthy mechanisms that are are going to lead us to that optimal growth right for that next version of ourselves so it's really start to it's really important to start to understand like how you can health like express your emotions in a healthy way like have a healthy emotional outlet and also start to understand what do you need to feel nourished that's a little tip i'm going to leave for you on this is you can start your day with like okay what does nourishment look like to me today right and just ask yourself that question. 
as you move throughout your day. Like if you're, if you're in the middle of a workflow, you just finish one task, ask yourself, okay, what do I need to feel nourished right now? Maybe it's a drink of water. Maybe it's just like a breath. Maybe it's like a reminder that you're going to be okay, that you're on the right track for you, right? Little things like that build the muscle to start to attune to ourselves. So attunement is basically meeting ourselves in the capacity we need to be met with. In other words, it's like, okay, you have a you have a feeling, you have a need, and you know how to get that need met, right? You know how to how to get that feeling subdued or that need met or that emotion let out, if that makes sense. Um and like I said, it also is it also includes physical nourishment. So it's also that also obviously ties in with, you know, your experience with like eating and your food and allowing yourself to feel nourished through your meals. I know that's a whole other ball game, but it's really important to just start to get curious and ask yourself, okay, how can I view this food or this next meal as nourishment? How can I even view my glass of water as nourishment? How could I take it in even slower and like remind myself I'm being nourished in this moment? And you don't need to do it 24-7, but just, you know, little insights here and there and, and hints here and there are helpful. Um, and also something else I want to no- note with you on this is understanding, okay, what do you need from someone else, whether if you're in a romantic relationship or a friendship or they're like your parent or, or whatnot or your coworker, you know, it's understanding what do you need from that other person to feel safe, to feel like your needs are being met, to feel like your emotional your emotions are being met. And I know that's an overloaded or really open-ended question, but you know, I can't provide a specific answer because it's so nuanced to everyone, right? But the more that you know that, the more that you'll be able you'll be able to identify if the relationships in your in your life are at the standard that you deserve and you want, right? And that's important for you. You know, so much of the time we say like, oh, you know, cut off toxic relationships or relationships that are not serving you. It's going to be hard to do that if you don't understand, okay, what do I actually need in order for my, um, to feel like I'm being met, right? And the way that I need to be met. Um, so that's like a really just kind of open-ended question I invite you to explore. And like I said, we can go so much deeper in really crafting that and, and making that your reality um, if you'd like to do, if you'd like to do coaching. So that is that one and that's the second one okay and the third need is trust and this really i guess like the text the textbook definition right is the capacity for healthy dependence and interdependence so consistently building that trust within yourself that muscle of trusting yourself trusting that you're going to meet your own needs trusting that you're going to express yourself truthfully and fully and then also building that trust in relationship, you know, uh, gaining more connection in relationships. And so when it comes to building trust with yourself, right, there's so many different facets that this can really be be grown in, right? So many facets of life and within within each person, there's so many different pockets that are really important when it comes to building self-trust. And it just depends on your experience and, you know, certain things that perhaps are obstacles that you're like, okay, if I were to have more self-trust in this area, what could I do? What actions would I take? Who would I be, right? But in little micro ways that you can start to build that trust is one, when it comes to your daily to-do list, right? Instead of marking off a whole list of things to do and like almost starting to feel defeated if you don't get it done at the end of the day, right? Like it's easy to feel defeated. It's easy to feel like, Ugh, like you know, I'm not making progress, or like almost like you're, 
your words are just like, oh, you're going to write them down, but it's like, are you actually going to do it type of thing? And you know, you want to always be asking yourself, how am I building trust in my word? How am I making my words backed by actions? And how am I increasing the value of my words? And this happens when you're more conscious about the words that you're using, aka about the tasks that you're setting yourself up with in that to-do list, for example. So how can you start to break that down and ask yourself, okay, what are the top three needle-moving tasks that I need to get done today? Um, And how can I write down like, okay, today will feel successful if these three things are done, right? And you could do it like top three um, to do is like overall, or you could do it like one to do per, per priority that you have. So it could be like one to do for yourself personally, one to do, one top to do for your relationships, and then one top to do for your work, for example. And, um, this allows you to A, cut down the BS and ask yourself, okay, what task have you been avoiding that's actually going to move you the most forward? Because most of the time we want to stay in our comfort zone. We want to stay with tasks that are easy, that feel good to do, that are just in our normal range, right? But that doesn't allow us to grow. What allows you to grow is asking yourself, you know, how can you step into something that's even 1% more, you know, 1% more challenging or, or different today and really, you know, pushing yourself to do that. And the more that you build that muscle, that really builds that trust in yourself. And something little that also helps you build trust in yourself and like deepen the value that's in your words is giving yourself a little bit more pause when it comes to responding in in your typical conversations. Because so much of the time we wanna, if you're in conversation with like your friends or your loved ones or whatever, right? It's easy to almost just like not even realize what you're saying or just like agree just cause like, why not? Like, yeah, like definitely agree with you on that or whatever, just to keep the conversation afloat and like, I don't know, almost act out of like automatic behavior and automatic responses. And that basically, that kind of behavior perpetuates like the same version of yourself in future conversations. So if you think about it like, okay, conversation three years ago, then two years ago, then one year ago, if you're consistently just, you know, saying the same things, doing the same motions, it's easy just to perpetuate that same version of yourself in those conversations. But we'll, but what will really allow for your growth is to ask yourself, okay, pause, I know maybe we've had this conversation in the past, but that was then, this is now. How would this next version of me respond? What would she agree with? What would she not agree with? And slowly building that allows you to build the value that your words have and allows you to remind yourself, look at babe, like I wanna speak, I'm gonna use my words to speak out truth and that will definitely deepen your self-trust, the more awareness that you're giving to yourself before responding in typical conversations, right? So it's almost like infusing a future you into the present conversation versus infusing a past you into the present conversation, if that makes sense. That's like another way to put it. So that's that. And then also when it comes to interdependence, right? Like building that healthy trust with others in relationship. Obviously this ties a little bit into attachment styles as well, but it's really important to know and also like attachment styles, people can fall on spectrums. So you don't need to be like 100% this style or 100% that style. You can have like a spectrum that you kind of move through. But for example, let's say you're more of like an anxious attachment style. Basically like you feel like you always need to get your needs met through someone else and you're like anxious, you want to get your needs met through the other person, etc. 
it's really important that in relationship, in order to build healthy interdependence, you are learning to cultivate and um, attend to your own needs first. So how can you build that trust of like fulfilling your own needs? Because then that will allow you to have healthy trust with others rather than placing all the power in someone else to save you, to rescue you, to make you feel the best in a relationship, if that makes sense. And then with avoidant attachment styles, avoidant styles are best healed in relationship. So you need to step into your relationships and ask, okay, how can I speak from the heart right now? How can I open up even 1% more? How can I just, you know, get 1% more vulnerable? How can I let my guard down just a little bit in this conversation? And I could, um, I think what could be really beneficial for avoidance, I can actually um, lead you through like a visualization um, exercise and kind of give you like, uh, a full track to kind of let your guard down and, and allow you to practice that. So if you want to purchase the personal affirmation track and you just want to mark down like I'm trying to grow my, uh, I'm trying to grow to secure attachment style, I can definitely guide you through like a body exercise to help you with that. So just if you just purchase the personal affirmation track, I could do that for you. Um, and so that's really when it comes, that's really important when it comes to trust. So autonomy is really, you know, A, being able
So just reach out if that is you and be sure to download the free resources um, in the show notes and I'll talk to you soon, babe. Bye.